0: to this new fun podcast i don't have time to get to everything i want to talk about on my radio show which is every day uh three hours a day if you can imagine there's just not enough time three hours to cover everything also some of the conversations i would like to have with some people who have some really fun stories are not exactly fit for the fcc And so I've decided I'm going to start this side thing. And these are all the conversations that I wish I could have on the air, but I can't. And so I'm going to bring them to you here in this sidecast. And I'm not going to put the person's last name on here because some of these stories, they don't necessarily want to take credit for, although they did live them. And so for the time being, I'm going to call it No Last Names. And these are friends of mine. These are people that I know, stories that I've heard for years that we all laugh about together with time and perspective. But when you're going through tough times, you aren't always laughing at things. And so I thought it would be fun to have people on, they can tell their crazy stories, and we can all look back and laugh together. All right, I hope you enjoy it. This first one is with a very dear friend of mine. His name is Mark. He ventured out and he tried to start a business about 10 years ago or so, and it did not go according to plan. In fact, it's a pretty crazy story, and he took a big swing. The moral of the story is... You're not always going to succeed when you try something, but if you keep trying and you keep putting yourself out there, you're going to find success. And Mark is a very successful guy now, so he can look back on this and we can all laugh at it together. All right, here it is. Hope you enjoy. How long have we known each other, by the way? Like,
1: I was thinking about that. Probably like sophomore year, which would have put it at like maybe like 1999.
0: Yeah, and we met in German class. We were yeah, and Frau Emery. <laughs> Frau Emery. No,
1: no. I did. You have Frau Novak?
0: No, I had Frau Emery. Yeah, yeah. we. Had... I had you Frau and and Novak Chris. to start with. Oh, and then she kicked you out.
1: No, then she like left, and we ha- we Frau Emery came.
0: Yeah, I wonder if she's still teaching. Do you think she's still I there? Know. I I doubt. I don't she, know. She was not super young when we were there. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, you know. I just remember how much i laughed in that class i i i always liked being around funny people but i had never laughed so hard in my life because remember i was new to the school too because i uh, yeah. i went to i went to christian school before i went to secular school which is what we called it uh public school and then once i got to that school i was like all right there's this giant landscape of people i don't know i need to figure out how to fit in here and then i met you and chris And I saw you guys just like, just laugh. And I have never laughed, still to this day, probably haven't laughed as hard as I laughed in that German class, which was ridiculous.
1: A lot of why you were laughing was probably because I would like, I would like fart. I know you did. On command. Yeah, yeah. And it was kind of like a, like a funny thing. And it it was so much and so disturbing (laughs) to the class that I got like my grade lowered. My participation was like a weighted part of the, of the grade. And she did, gave me, like, a, a negative grade for that. Did she write on there why she was downgrading? I asked her, and she said, yeah, She's like, this flatulence. is because you are too disruptive with all of these farts. Yeah. And so I I ended up getting, like, a C in the class until, like, I had it addressed. I said, hey, we can't I, – I, this isn't right. Like, I didn't know this was going <laughs> to affect me negatively. I'm just, like, being funny. And so we ended up, like <laughs> – my dad got called into the – to the principal's office to
0: talk about your. Yeah, because she wanted to talk
1: with a parent. And like, so it was like me, Mr. Minch, and uh, Frau Emery, and my dad. And, you know, my dad, myself, and Mr. Minch are all like these like kind of like Old chubby, school. like fat guys. And like, Frau Emery's like trying to be taken seriously. And like, we were like <clears throat> trying not to laugh because like she was like, you know, this can't keep happening and we uh so you all agreed to stop you, yeah, you just, we, yeah. yeah yeah i ended up not doing it anymore but it was it was like a hilarious thing to be called into the hos or the the office for
0: yeah no i i remember why i was laughing <laughs> yeah because <laughs> <laughs> i had never seen honestly i'd never seen that before i'd never seen somebody because that was always something uh that you would try to hide normal yeah. people would try to hide yeah. that i'm sure you don't you know exercise that uh ability now in public but um you certainly used it to your great advantage when you were in high school. Yeah, and, and it's
1: it, it's what made us friends. It's what made us friends. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, all right, so I, we don't use last names on this podcast. So, like anything we say is, we don't use our last names. We use other people's last <laughs> name. Um, so, anything because I just I would like to make people feel comfortable. There's some sense of anonymity here, and with the reason I want to talk to you is a couple of different reasons. One, you and I have known each other like we just said forever. So let's see, 1999, that puts us at like, we've known each other for like 25 years. Maybe, yeah, 25 years-ish, which is a long time. You're one of my oldest friends. Yeah. And one of the things that I really admire about you is that you are, and maybe we can start here too, like kind of how you grew up. Your dad owned a business growing up, and you worked at that business, and you hired me to work at that. One of my first jobs ever was to work for you. at Your, your dad owned a, uh, um, a photography studio, And you guys would do a lot of, a lot of the business was, what was it, sports and...
1: Like high school dances, sports, senior pictures.
0: Yeah. And so I was part of your crew that would basically like go out on a high school, uh, or I'm sorry, like a a little league field and the two of, and you'd be taking pictures because you actually are great at taking pictures. You have all this like years and years of experience, even at that point, and... I would just be standing there in some sort of a dumb yellow vest taking like packets of money, like everything that's done digitally now, we had to do with pens and paper back then. Yeah. And so you and I would just go out there like early morning hours and do baseball photos, you know, team photos and like teach the kids to like hold the bat over their left or right shoulder. And
1: Yeah. I forgot that you did that.
0: Yeah. yeah. and then I, And then I think you hired my brothers too. Didn't you? Didn't you hire Sam? Probably. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's so long ago now. I don't remember. I mean, I've- like basically everybody that we were friends with worked for us at some point or another and would go out and make extra money so yeah Yeah,
0: that was like such that was a great experience yeah
1: yeah no so that's uh yeah my parents have had that business since like 1988 and uh you know that's where I grew up doing pictures and I, I started doing senior pictures you know I don't know if they still do senior pictures like kids you know when they graduate but in those days it was really popular really popular to go and get like a full session of yes senior photos yeah oh yeah it was like a little you know like you're bringing like a few changes of clothing and like you're you know it's like a little modeling day yeah yeah
0: i feel like i still see people from time to time like if i'm driving down the road like i'll see somebody like leaning up against a barn or maybe at the edge of a bridge kind of looking over their shoulder yeah it's a senior photo.
1: I'm sure there's still that that type of like but I I think the business has totally changed it's like you know like if if you know your your sister's friend that has a camera she's really good at photos like you you can like book something with them but like yeah. back in those days it was like companies because you had to use film yes and like it was like a different skill that you had to have so you would you know not everybody was comfortable using film and really being sure that it was going to be a good picture
0: well because you, you got like one shot at it and if the film was ruined or if you open the film the wrong way you could actually like ruin these like all this hard well, yeah. work
1: the the digital cameras and all that kind of stuff really made it so people could teach themselves how to properly expose a picture and how to crop a photo Just and does then... it
0: for you like go on amazon uh, uh instagram and on instagram you can fic- pick like all these different filters to yeah. make the photo look like it's from i don't know why you'd want a photo to look like it's from peru but like there's a okay, I want my photo to look like it's in Peru sunlight or something. You
1: know? Yeah. Now, I mean, the it's so crazy, the evolution. You know, when it first changed over from film to digital, it was like you had like these memory cards that were like four megabyte memory cards. That's crazy. You know, it was the like. the first
0: one that was a gig, you're like, wow. It's yeah. Like you're like, I'll
1: never use this amount of photos ever. Yeah. And then it goes to like, you know, these crazy, you know, uh, file sizes where, you know, the, the, um, memory card might be 128 gigabytes or something i don't even know because i don't really take too many photos anymore but you can get these really really uh you know amounts of memory on a memory card that would be like the equivalent of every computer you ever saw back yes. in those days yeah
0: and like how, like what is a gig like a, so like 128 gigs is 179 million photos something like that like, yeah. <laughs> you could hold every photo you'll ever take in yeah. life fits on half of this thing
1: yeah and now they can do all that with your cell phone too yeah and it's like uh you know so you have like portrait mode on your phone it's like it's sometimes it comes out better than like a professional photographer you yeah. know, like because it's just like doing everything for you and it's like you know Kinda, so i think it's really made that business less uh of a business and more of like you know you have to have some sort of niche and then in, the
0: niche is the niche is like kids sports. Yeah. Because most people are not going to get out there with their cell phone and take a picture of the entire team doing all this uniform stuff. Exactly. A company like that. something
1: that could be a larger scale than uh, any one person would feel comfortable doing. Yeah. You know, and I think like that's kind of like the, the way forward for like those kind of companies is like figuring out something that, you know, can you can be, uh, it's your competitive advantage that, that, you know, you can do this like very basic thing, but do yeah. it really well. And you know, the mom and pop type of companies like that, they can't, they don't want to have that headache.
0: So, um, in just a minute, I want to get into The reason we're talking is because you, you have become an entrepreneur. You're very successful now and you, but along the way you have tried a lot of things that have not worked. And I'm just trying to establish your background because you grew up in a family who just like does their own businesses. Like your parents, like you said, they've had that businesses in the late 80s. And one more quick thing about the uh, the photography studio that I just, just these memories are flooding back as we're talking. But uh, sitting in your parents' shop front, like either before or after you and I were sent out to go do something, you know, or like go set up for a, a school dance or something like that on a Friday night. We would be in the... Uh, shop front studio where people would come in and you know they'd sit down and like talk about like what kind of uh you know what kind of photo package they wanted for their senior photos or something and you guys had these stacks of all these senior photos like like outtakes or something and we would just it was like we were like sifting through baseball cards or something we would just sit there and look at these old do you remember those yeah i didn't remember but now that you say it i do remember it and they were just like a lot of them were like we'd like kind of look for people we maybe knew or like older siblings you know people who've gone on before us mostly though they were just like hilariously bad photos like you guys would save them and set them aside yeah and it was just a point of great uh, great comedy
1: yeah because some of them were really really old you yeah. Know, like, yeah, like late 80s yeah late 80s I that, mean what's
0: that family photo thing that they have like bad family photos it had that vibe to it you know
1: yeah yeah I mean I think that was kind of their product in general but the, even that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, they they uh, we would put out some photos every now and then of I guess of uh,
0: and then we and then we would sift through and I remember at the time we would be looking for because uh, you had somebody very famous who worked for your dad, yeah. Do you remember? Yeah, uh, and Chris Pratt, yeah, worked for you because he grew up in the tiny little town, went to the same high school as us, and you know knew your family well, yeah. And I remember that I was at the time. We didn't really probably care about it much back then because he wasn't famous yet. But as the years went on, uh, like he had a bunch of photos at your photo studio, because like wasn't he like a a model for you guys or something? Like yeah. you gave him free photos, and then he would go out and like tell people you should get photos here or something.
1: Yeah, I think he was a rep we used to have these, like, student representatives, like...
0: I was always mad that you guys never asked me to be a rep, but Well,
1: you were it, new to the area, you didn't have any friends. That
0: was it, it was people who were social and yes. had friends, and
1: I didn't have any friends. Yeah, you know, it's, like, kind of paid to be social. <laughs> My only
0: friend was you, and you already got pictures for free, so, yeah. like, I wasn't gonna bring yeah. in any business.
1: Yeah, he was a rep for us, and he would come in and, like, uh, help out doing, like, just the same kind of stuff that you would do. I think he would go out and do, like, sports stuff, or... Yeah. I don't really know, because he's a couple years older than us, but... You know, he was like your older brother's age. He was a little bit younger than my brother, but he, you know, he was like around the studio working, just making extra money because he was like in sports and yeah, and that kind of stuff too. So I don't think he really had like a ton of work with us, but I think he did. He was like a a rep and probably also worked a little bit.
0: And then shortly after he became famous, like I remember we would we'd be like, oh, we got to make sure to watch Everwood because yeah. Chris is going to be on Everwood, you know? And, like, I didn't know him at all. I just, like, know him through you. and
1: Well, I didn't really know him like that either. I mean, he well, was – Well, no, he's, yeah. not like, he's not like uh, he hung out with us or anything. Yeah. But just
0: the fact that he occupied the same space as us was like, oh, we got to watch him in Everwood. And then I thought that's where it would end. And then he became, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger's kid. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, yeah. That's crazy.
1: Yeah, it, I always think it's funny to see people posting on, like, his Instagram or something, like, like we all knew him, yeah. you know? But, like, you know, especially if you're our age, like, we didn't really know Chris Pratt. We knew that he was there, like... Well, he, he, and he, he was, was
0: five years older than us, right, in high school? Yeah, so, like, he was,
1: like, a year younger than my brother, and, like, he was just, like, a nice guy that, like, was, was uh, really, like, affable and yeah. friendly to everybody. And yeah. so I think that's kind of his... You know his personality still probably would be like somebody who's really friendly to everybody it seems like at least he's
0: clearly carried that on yeah, to success. He, at, at, yeah in those days
1: he was really friendly and so he was a good rep for the studio and and uh i think my dad took care of him because he was a good like a good guy yeah and, that's so uh, cool it's yeah. cool
0: when like super famous people are actually also nice people and actually cool people
1: yeah I, I i would assume that's how he still is he seems like that but i don't you know yeah i mean I don't know. We were like 13 or something when he yeah, was yeah, running yeah. around there.
0: Yeah. So it was like a million years away. Yeah. 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 So. That's so funny. All right. Um, so you did something a few years ago that uh, I almost, and we'll get into that in a second, but like, what is it about entrepreneurship or starting business? I'm like trying to pronounce that word right every time I say it because I don't have great pronunciation, but like, what is it about doing your own thing that appeals so greatly to you? I don't know
1: that it totally appeals to me. But it's kind of like...
0: Like, have you ever had just a normal... Like, you rarely have you had just a normal job. You've kind of always been your own boss.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think, like, for me, like, doing my own thing has, like, kind of was born out of kind of feeling like I wasn't qualified to do, like, some of the other jobs that you had to have, like, a degree for or something. Sure sure and so like and I didn't want to do something that I didn't make good money doing because I yeah. didn't want to just be like you know working 40 hours a week and just, just barely be like, getting by yeah. yeah I didn't want that type of you know scenario for myself and and I I kind of didn't really ever go to I went to college for like two years and I I it just wasn't for you yeah, I mean I don't know if it wasn't totally for me. Like I kind of got caught up in like a girlfriend relationship thing and got like uh like pretty frustrated and like I went and worked on a cruise ship to get away. <laughs>
0: I remember that. Yeah. yeah. You like and went and like, yeah, jumped and on a kind cruise ship for a number of years. Like you just went all around the world.
1: Yeah. And so like I think like that that uh, it's a weird, of, weird, thing to do. Yeah, pretty weird. Pretty, you know, where were my parents at when they said, you know, I should have said, hey, like, what should I do here? And they, but you
0: used the skills. You were a photographer on a cruise ship. You yeah, had, you, you ran your own studio on a cruise ship. So like, everybody who gets on a boat, they get off and they, you know, they're they're embarking or whatever it's called. You sit at the edge of the dock. Yeah, that was you with yeah. a camera, and you're just like, hey, if you guys want these photos, it'd be fifty yeah. dollars.
1: Yeah, I did. I did that for three years, and kind of. Um, didn't finish college and and I got off of cruise ships because my parents' business kind of needed some help. And so I went back to work with them and help them out and, and kind of take what I learned from cruise ships and kind of, you know, implement that in their business with regard to like printing our own photos and kind of scale it up a little bit. Yeah. But just bringing some of these like, you know, middlemen type of services in house and, you know, kind of just, uh, I guess like modernizing their operation yeah yeah you know they started out using you know film cameras back in the 80s and like you know they weren't they weren't like these tech people they're like photographers from the 80s you know
0: so so let's move on to when you get this idea in your head that you're gonna start this cool new thing like okay so what was it called again it was called the aqua oh yeah that's what we're talking Yeah, yeah yeah so just to kind of
1: understand how I got to the idea. After I got off of cruise ships, I started a company doing souvenir-style photos because I was like, oh, wow, this is like a – it could be a fun thing. Yeah. And so I and started- you saw
0: how much cruise ships could pay yeah. or could charge for it.
1: Yeah. yeah. So I started at my, my company doing souvenir-style photos, and I was like doing uh, – I got into like doing – Five Ks and marathons and those kind of things as so like
0: the other people were running. So you go to like Jingle Bell run or whatever yes, stupid thing it was. Exactly.
1: And so I got like a I got like a, a deal with the color run, which was like a really, really popular run. What is that? Like what it was like do? where they were like running around uh like like different cities. They would cha- shut is down. It with chalk? Free- it's like colored cornstarch or something like that, and they that. throw it at you. Yeah. So by the like, end of the run, you're covered in. Yeah, it was almost like a take on like a five k and the holy festival in India mixed together. Gotcha. And I they don't would know have what like is, it's but- like where they have like if you see those cool pictures of like dun- tons of colors and like big crowds of people in India throwing the colors in the air. It's like a really cool uh visual visually kind of fun thing uh to see and and also to kind of be a part of
0: i forgot you got to see all this cool stuff because you're working on cruise ships that literally went around the world
1: well i didn't see that there i i this is like i only know about the holy thing or whatever because it was i knew that that's where they got the idea yeah or it seemed like that's where they got the idea for the color run and so i was seeing like you know um you know, how many people were coming out to these runs?
0: Or like uh, uh, Tough Mudder is another one yeah. that I see advertised sometimes. Yeah,
1: you see that these like Tough Mudder, you know, that's a totally different thing. We were doing some of those type of things too, but that really started with these color runs where they were getting like 10,000 to, to, 50,000 people, maybe not 50,000, but like up to like 30 or 40,000 people would come out at one one time. Yeah. On a single day. And they would just like, you know, they would, it would take like three or four hours for them to get them all even started because there's only so much space on the road.
0: So let's say something like the uh, color run, 50,000, 20, let's say conservatively 30,000 people come out for this thing. It's probably it's probably that's a more, huge right? one.
1: That's a that's a huge one. The average would be like ten or twelve thousand. Okay. So let let's of say them ten thousand people. It's yeah. easy
0: math. I like easy math. So ten thousand people come out, how much are you charging per person to do one of these like
1: I was charging like fifty cents and they could get free downloads. And so if there's No ten... no, no not,
0: not the picture. It's oh. like how much is it how how much does somebody pay to do a color run?
1: Yeah, there was like I don't know, like thirty or forty bucks. So 30,
0: 40 bucks times ten thousand yeah I can't even do that math.
1: Yeah. It's a lot, a lot. Yeah, it's like 3 or 400,000 gross. I mean and that's like you see that type of math and you're like, "Oh, wow, that's really like a crazy business they're doing."
0: That's in one day. There's 365 days a yeah. year. Yeah. Well,
1: they were doing like four or five a weekend. They would have What? Yeah, they would have three or you know on a on a slow weekend, it might be 3 or up to like 5 or 6. Where they had different teams in all parts of the country. This was like wow. When, it was like in the height of like this, like sort of five. This is all way pre
0: pre-pand- pre pandemic. Oh yeah, like this is like people, 2013. Okay, 2013. Yeah, it's or, like ten years ago. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And so like they were doing big numbers. Yeah. So and I was doing all the photos.
0: So you're doing all the photos. You're probably doing pretty well photo wise. You're like making good money. And are you just like splitting your your profits with them, or how does that? What was it? I like, was charging them. You were charged. So they were actually paying you to be there. Yeah. And then you would also get a piece of whatever you sold.
1: Yeah, I get everything that I sold, but I was charging them to be there because we were going to provide free downloads. And so some people bought some stuff, but almost everybody just downloaded their photos. And what they wanted to do was to make it like a a social, this is like kind of early days of like sharing things online too, you know, not, it's probably 10 years in of like sharing things on Facebook and, and that kind of stuff. But like. That was, I I don't even know if Instagram was a thing then. Maybe it
0: was. No, if Instagram was back in two thousand thirteen. But they had like uh, uh, Flickr and all those types of sites. Yeah. It was
1: mostly for Facebook, I think. Okay. And it was like to have a branded image, and it became like this whole thing, and so all of the races were really big, and like you could do a a really kind of silly type of theme, and do okay. Like we were doing these themed runs, like three or four thousand people would show up to not not the color room, but other what, ones what do you
0: remember any of the other like themes yeah
1: like a bubble run you know like bubbles That's yeah it. somebody like, went bubbles yeah bingo you could basically just throw a dart at a board and uh, of ideas and like it would work because people i think like it was just a fun thing to be active jello and, shot run people would just do yeah, it yeah. Just there was matter. all
0: sorts of stuff was there like beer runs people would do oh, drinking oh yeah. Yeah. Th- yeah yeah yeah
1: yeah there was tons of that kind of stuff Cinco de Miler, you know, a five-mile run (laughs) on Cinco de Mayo. Crazy. You know, like. uh, Two million bucks. Yeah.
0: That's a $2 million idea. Yeah.
1: You know? It was just like a lot of that kind of, we did this thing called the hot chocolate run, which is still like a thing. Um, I've heard of that. Yeah. We used to do You just drink hot chocolate and run? Or you run and then you drink hot chocolate? You would run like if it was kind of a different, it wasn't a 5K, it was like a 15K or something. I think they had a 5K too, but. Yeah. They had, like, a different distance, which kind of drew more people in. But it was, like, basically just a good run uh, that was a a lot of people. And then you get done, and there's, a like, a fondue type of thing for you. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know.
0: A chocolate fondue. (laughs) The classic uh, combo of uh, chocolate milk and cheese. So you got it into your head. You're, like, you're watching all these runs, and you're seeing these thousands and thousands of people basically, like, just signing up like lemmings. Like, whatever somebody puts out there, hot chocolate run, beer run, uh, Cinco de Miler, bubble run, color run, mm-hmm. and people are just like chomping at the bit to get into it. And you think to yourself, like you did with your parents, you said like, we need to cut out the middleman. We like, <laughs> yeah. I need to bring this in house. And so you think to yourself, maybe there is some space for me here.
1: Yeah, I, I I kind of saw all of these different types of runs as like just kind of fun things that people were doing. And Super I thought, social. Yeah, and I yep. thought I could probably – come up with something also and just say, why am I the photographer? I should be the guy selling the the entries.
0: And photography. Yeah. You could do it like a full service thing.
1: Yeah. And so I was like, you know, let's let's think about this. Let's think about this.
0: All right. So (laughs) then you, what did you do? Did you literally like, you made the joke a second ago about tossing a dart, but like, did you kind of do that? Did you just say like, all right, here's a couple of ideas. Like what were some on the drawing board?
1: I had a couple of friends that were... We would always talk about like, you know, business type of things together. Yeah. And
0: we talked about this a little bit. Yeah. We'll get into that in a I second. I would just
1: talk about this kind of stuff because I was just my mind was blown by how many people were doing these types of things. And I, I didn't really even know because I'm just not, not like a runner. It's
0: like a gold rush, honestly. Yeah. It's like all these people are willing to go do this thing and you could be Levi Strauss. You could be the guy providing them the supplies to do this stupid thing and they make tons of money off of it.
1: Yeah, I don't know that, like... I mean, not that cynical, like, yeah, yeah, but yeah. it, It was, like, a fun thing. It was more, like, this is, like, a new thing to me that, like, I didn't even know about. You know, like, I didn't even know about, like, color runs or anything like that. I kind of, like, fell onto it by chance. And, like, I I just reached out to him because it it looked fun.
0: And I should – it's not fair of me to make it sound like you're just trying to, like, scrape money away from these people. You probably said, hey, this is, like, a cool thing. People are doing it. They're getting a lot out of it. They're getting pictures out of it. It's social. They're having fun. Yeah. It's healthy. You're actually, like, running. I mean, somewhat. Yeah. Maybe in the Cinco de miler more than the other ones, but –
1: Yeah, so I – I, like – you know talked with a couple of my friends and i was like hey what do you what do you think about doing our own type of run like it would be kind of a fun thing and like i don't think it would cost that much money to do and, <laughs> and that was like my that like, was the start of it that should planted, have been like my famous last words because like, yeah it was like oh man i think we can do this for like you know, I'll bet you we could do it for 25,000,
0: you know? And you're thinking like, all right, if I got like four friends and we each chip in five and change, then we could put one of these on. And if you even get like a couple thousand runners, and you're talking about like Color Run has 30,000 runners. Yeah. If you can get a couple thousand and come out for 40 bucks a piece. Yeah. Easily make your money back.
1: And I didn't really, you know, it was like, it's like one of those hard knocks type of educations that you get. Like a lot of people go to, go to college, you know, I, I went to college and like, you know, didn't, didn't get this from it. Uh, you know, and I, you know, maybe I should have stayed the last two years, but, uh, you know, basically I think we kind of thought we were each going to be in it for like five grand, Originally,
0: And then make a ton of money. And
1: then we were going to like, maybe we're going to do like a thousand participants and just make a lot of money and it was going to be a fun thing and we were going to scale
0: it. And in your head, yeah, I'm going to slowly grow this until we're color run. We're making, you know, we're doing five a weekend. We're pulling in 400,000 yeah. at each run. So then, so you sit down and you have to, fir- like the first thing you probably have to come up with is like, all right, I'm going to have this like core investment group of guys or gals, whatever, uh, in people who are going to invest in it, who want to come along on this ride and you sell them on that. It's a pretty, like even as you're describing it to me now, I'm just like, this is a pretty sweet idea. Like we should, we should set up another one of these runs. So you get together with uh, a few guys of which I I know these guys too because the guys we grew up with and uh, you guys have to settle on a theme because like, you know, bubble runs taken. So you guys, like how long did it take before you decided uh, how to settle on a theme?
1: Well, we kind of probably had some. I don't totally remember how we came up with the theme, but I think it was more like, "What isn't taken?
0: What hasn't been done?" Yeah,
1: yeah, what hasn't been done, and what's something that could be fun. And so we settled on like this idea that like half of the race would start going clockwise, and half of the race would start going counterclockwise, and there would be like,
0: um, was anybody else doing that? Or is no, that, that was original. No, this is
1: like a new sort of thing that I, I had. You wanted them to smash into each. I other I wanted at some them point. to like be on one side of the road as. Is one, you know, clockwise and the other side of the road is counterclockwise. And like <laughs> and it was called the Aqua Run. Yeah. But it was gonna be like the the fire or the the uh water war five K or something, you know, something That's like a that. Great,
0: to me, when I hear that, yeah. just like I did when you pitched it to me originally. Yeah. Great idea.
1: It's a fun idea. It's a fun idea because it's a fun idea.
0: Just from hearing Aqua Run, I think to myself like color run, I guess I kinda get it, but I don't really get it. Yeah. You know? But when I hear Aqua Run, I think to myself, all right, there's gonna be a lot of water involved. People who are going to these things are probably going to get, like, hit with, all right, what involves water? Water balloons, water guns, uh, hoses. Uh, maybe there's, like, a pool situ- situation where you got to, like, jump through kiddie pools or yeah. something, you know? Yeah. Like, think of, like, Tough Mudder where you're running through mud obstacles and, you know, like, up and down, like, slides covered in mud, and this is just water. <laughs> yeah. That makes total sense to me.
1: Yeah. So we had this great, you know, plan. Uh, You know, we thought it was a great plan. We, we – Quickly realized as we started down the road that like everything was costing more than we had originally planned.
0: So your original budget, you were th- how many of you were? There
1: was or, only three of us. So there was going to be fifteen thousand like dollars budget. Yeah, okay. we didn't understand yeah. really everything you needed. Yeah, it was kind of like this, you know. If there's if we ever even heard what due diligence was, we we didn't know what that even meant. No, you know, it was basically let's yeah, just like ten years ago. Yeah, I mean, like we probably should have researched better, but we just like jumped in because like we were like pretty like optimistic, and uh, which is
0: what which is one of your wonderful qualities. Yeah, (laughs) honestly, like the reason that you and I are such good friends, I think one of the reasons like we have a very similar sense of humor, and we're both super upbeat, like optimistic guys. Like no matter what happens, we're always going to go like, all right, well that's just like that's what happens in life, and you move on to the next thing, and you get really excited about the next thing. Yeah. So you got really excited about Aqua Run? We
1: got excited about it.
0: And you t- do you remember the dinner where you and I talked about this? No. Okay. So <laughs> you and I uh, and our wives were at um, I think it was Dukes in Seattle. We may have oh, got, yeah. we went out to Dukes. Yeah. And I'm like, what's up? We we're just like catching up. And I'm like, what what's been going on? And you're like, well, I've actually got this like exciting new business I'm about to start with. And you know, I won't name our friends who yeah. went into it with you, but. Um, and and you said we're, I'm doing it with these two guys and it's going to be really fun and I remember you described to me what you just described I was so jealous I went home that night from the dinner and you didn't invite me to be part of it um, because you had already had your core group of guys that you were doing it with but you and I have been friends forever and I was just like this son of a why didn't he ask me to be a part of this thing? Like I was so annoyed that you didn't you instantly go. Oh, I should see if you know Skorheim wants to get in on this. You dodged a bullet, man. Well, you, <laughs> you yeah, me. I know that now. But at the time, so I go home from that that dinner with uh uh with from with that dinner with you, and I'm talking to my wife, and I'm like, man, I would love to be a part of that. Doesn't that sound great? And my wife to her credit because she's very much like she's very encouraging of you know if she thinks I believe in something she's like give it a shot you know like this is which is why we're a good pairing and so she goes well why don't you just call him and ask if you can be part of it I'm like no I don't want to like step on any toes if he didn't ask me he probably didn't ask me for a reason or you know whatever and uh and so she's like why don't you just call him and offer him money and see if he'll take it because I think he why wouldn't they want you part of it, you know? And I was like, I was like no, 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 I don't want to step on toes. I felt like kind of bad. But I literally was sitting on the porch looking at my phone. I was going to call you. I remember sitting there going like, I'm going to call this guy. I'm going to offer him. I, didn't, I don't remember what the buy-in at the time was, but I don't even think you talked to me about like what the number was. But uh, my wife said I had, she said, you can spend $10,000. And if you want to invest 10000 in this, she, she was sold on the business. She goes, this is a great idea. This is going to make a ton of money. So she's like, "You should get in on this." She's pushing me to do it. But I was so timid to ask you to join cuz I was so, you know, offended that you didn't invite me. So I didn't make the call. <laughs> and then it works out that yeah. I'm pretty happy I didn't make that call. Yeah, you saved yourself 10 grand. So okay, so you guys come up with Aqua Run. You have to probably copyright that or something. You like buy the rights to it? Yeah, we put together a little
1: website and we we needed to have like a like a promo video. And so we oh, made. I didn't even
0: know about that. That's so great.
1: Oh my god, the promo video is hilarious. You still have it? It's like online. Like it's. It. I think it's on YouTube still.
0: What's it called? Like if it's I want to look the Aqua Run. The Aqua Run. Yeah, All right, I'm it's, look it it's it's
1: hilarious because like one of us, you know, put on like a you know I, like,
0: <laughs> and this is like 2013. When yeah, like technology is not even. No, that great. we had a
1: good video. We, we like. spent. Yeah, you spent, know, well, yeah, you spent with, some coin. Yeah, uh, I mean it was good equipment. The the video is a joke, yeah. but it's funny. Uh, we, like, you know, I had, like, some um, – I put a thing on, like, Craigslist for people that, like, wanted to be in a, a video and, like, get a free shirt. Like a casting call. Yeah. Yeah. So people came and participated in this, this like, fake run, you know, because we didn't do a 5K. We basically just went to a park and had a water war, oh, that's you know. Oh, that's great. And, like, one of us wore, like, an all-blue spandex suit. Perfect. And it was hilarious because, like, nobody knows who it is, but – we all know it's him and it's just like such a humiliating sort I'm of
0: just like thinking about body types who would be willing to get into that and i think uh, i know who it was it wasn't me <laughs> yeah. that's for sure i'm gonna no. cover the mic was it no
1: okay no, no. all right um no but uh so it was it was like a a funny little video and we put that up and we were like marketing it on on social media and uh are you
0: like are you buying ads on social media yeah for this
1: yeah and we didn't this is like one of those things where You don't know what you don't know, you know? Yeah. And we didn't start nearly early enough, and we probably didn't have tracking set up, right? So, like, any, you know, you get into this whole world that you don't have any clue about, and you're kind of trying to do it on a shoestring budget. Sure, yeah, because you you guys were,
0: like, originally invested for 15.
1: Yeah, and so you're like, okay, like, we need to run ads. Like, we should start, like, three weeks before.
0: And you all have other jobs. Yeah. You all have full-time other jobs. Yeah. Yeah,
1: and, like, so anybody that knows anything about, like, Events or anything like that, like three weeks before.
0: Lead t- that's no, no. That's lead nothing. Time. That's yeah.
1: no lead time, and like I don't even have like a birthday party and not give a month in advance. You're
0: right. No, you're totally
1: right. Yeah, you have to have a month in advance. People need I, to clear their schedule. I man. didn't know this until I got married. You know,
0: that's totally true. Yeah, you know. Here's I, the here's the other thing that uh I want to make sure we don't skip over. You guys decided that instead of like maybe pushing it out six months or seven months or whatever, you were gonna like start to finish. You were gonna, you were gonna, come up with this event, and put on the event. And what was your window like?
1: It was probably like three or four months. But three or four months. It was. It was. Which uh, is insane. Yeah. So what it was was like a, um. A oh, an event that you have to do in the heat. Yeah. Because it's a water fight.
0: Now we're 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 in Seattle. We're in Seattle. We're looking
1: for places all over what the month, South. what month was it? <clears throat> I think it was like September or October or something like that, that okay. we eventually ended up doing it. And So it's
0: early summer when you hatch this brilliant plan. Yeah. And you, by the end of summer, you think to yourself, I'm going to put on a run that 400,000 people are going to show up at. <laughs> no, no or, maybe 1,000. 1,000, th- maybe a 1,000 people are going to show up at. And you're inventing this, you're inventing a new thing. You're starting this new business. You get these two guys together. You each put in five grand. You only give yourselves three months to throw it together. Mm-hmm. But you realize that in three months it's gonna be cold here. And so we need to do this somewhere hot. And so you just start looking at places where it's gonna be hot yeah. in October.
1: Yeah. We looked at like Tempe Town Lake or something like that, I think it's called. In Arizona. Yeah, and it yeah. was all booked up and we're like and that's like the other thing. It's like you you find a good place, but it's booked, you know, because And when you say a- booked, what do you mean? means like they've already got an event going on or so, something's going on there already because you need a big space for this <clears throat> yeah
0: it's not like you can just like rent a high school football field yeah i mean you probably can that would have been that smart that was way, our
1: right. that was our big mistake yeah <laughs> you know probably shouldn't have done what we did we went along <laughs> the the path of like what these real r- r- like you know popular events were doing they yeah where they could
0: count on thirty thousand people showing up
1: yeah we went down to Orlando. We decided on Orlando, Florida. Yeah, we called uh, up the the uh, the stadium there in Florida. I don't I don't remember what it's called. It's like the Orange Bowl or the Citrus Bowl. One of the where they actually have real college football. Yeah, like playoff games. Yeah, a massive space. Yeah, so it's a huge space. We rented out the whole stadium.
0: So you guys are not thinking small. No. How on earth? How on earth do you like rent a stadium? Like, how, where do you even start doing that? you, what call, is it?
1: you just call them up. Say, hey, we want to know how much it costs to rent the stadium.
0: So for any young business person out there who wants to get into something like this, you can just call up a stadium and say, hey, I'm going to host an event. I want to rent the Orange Bowl. Yeah. And they'll just give you a rate. And yeah. then you say yes or no. Yeah. It's like any event space. So what did you explain to them? Like no, when you just called up, you're just like, well, I have this thing called the Aqua Run. And yeah. we're expecting, how many people did you say you were expecting? Maybe a thousand,
1: two thousand. You know? It's a
0: seventy five thousand seat stadium. Well, right? it's
1: more about like the surrounding area. So you have parking, so you have like a lot of the area would be like on property that, that they're running, so you don't have to shut down as many streets. And it's like a well known thing, like like, oh, we're gonna go do this event at the thing. Yeah. So when you
0: put out ads, you say, Hey, it's gonna be at the Orange Bowl. Yeah. People go, Oh, this is a real thing.
1: Yeah, it's a real thing. It's not like some yeah. joker thing that's at like a community park. Yeah. it's like a which thing which again would
0: have been smarter but yeah yeah hindsight is 2020 on this <laughs> so you so you get you guys decide on florida uh orlando yeah great weather it's wonderful um and then you decide on the orange bowl which you lock down do you mind telling me how much it was because this is starting to sound expensive i mean it's across think, the country it's at the yeah. major stadium
1: i think it's the orange bowl it could be the citron i don't know it's one, one, of, the, one of, the, it's of those that two, stadium it's in a orlando. big one yeah yeah um I don't know how much it was. It was like seven thousand bucks or something like that. It seemed like I, at the time everything was seven thousand dollars. So like, if you for the day, just like for a couple hours, yeah. But it, it seemed like everything was seven thousand bucks. Like er, every everything you did, it was like it landed around seven thousand dollars. So like, we got the 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 stadium seven thousand bucks. I think.
0: Okay, so now that's a third of your budget, more yeah. than a third of your budget. Yeah,
1: and then like to put on this event, you had to get a permit.
0: With the city of Orlando, yeah,
1: and to do that, I had to fly down to Orlando and talk to like their city council or something like that, and you did and, give them a presentation,
0: yeah. Probably showed them the video of the guy in the spandex,
1: yeah. They're like, "What are you thinking about doing here?" Like, you know, and I, and I had to talk to the city council. And they're like, "Well, it sounds like it sucks, but do you
0: have seven thousand dollars?" You're like, "Yes, I do."
1: Well, so they're like, "Well, here's what you need. You need to have this, this, and this. You need to, you're going to need to shut down the streets. You need, um, you know, police. Uh, you need a po- police. We had to have like forty police." <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh you did it! yes are you serious we had
1: police everywhere it was like uh you know like some okay. sort of so just this,
0: just this guy who sees color run one day he goes i can do this <laughs> yeah and then he decides to go to orlando you rent out the citrus bowl or the orange bowl whatever it is and then you have to hire 40 police for well, one something day. like that yeah and then did you mention that you had to uh close down streets
1: yeah, I had to hire a company to go shut down streets and, and put up barricades and all this stuff. We we shut down like an exit off of the main freeway, you know. Like, how
0: do you do that? Like, well, uh, like what is that? How oh, did
1: you get this all done in three months? A lot of the people that were doing it, you know, and I I, I suspect that's probably the the case for most things you try. But like, whenever you're doing these types of any sort of big project. You hire people that have experience doing okay. doing
0: it. So they're like- So they know the shortcuts. Yeah, what like, to call at the mayor's you find office. You find
1: the company that does street closures, and they're like, here's what you need to do. You need to have this, this, and this. And give us it. your dates. Give us your location, yeah. and, like, and, and we'll, we'll do it for you. And it's 7,000 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> and the police at 7,000 bucks. All
0: right, so let's add this up. We got the Citrus Bowl. We have uh, the police slash streets. I'm going to count the streets along with that. Uh, that's seven thousand dollars. You yeah. have the company that actually facilitates all these things. That's another seven thousand dollars. Yeah. So you're already at like twenty one grand. Your original budget is fifteen. Yeah. Okay. So you're over budget now, but you're thinking like, all right, we got some good momentum.
1: We knew we were gonna be over budget once we kind of got going and there was like a a sort of like, Hey, do you wanna keep on doing this? Uh to the to the guys that were in. Yeah. And one of them was like No I can't. I can't. Like <laughs> I'm and it, like like for him, like I felt bad because, like you know, it was it was like kind of a lot of. I mean, it was a lot of money for all of us five thousand dollars. But yeah, for him it was especially a lot of money. Yeah, you know, it was like kind of like his nest this, egg. <laughs> it was. I don't know if it was his nest egg, but it was, it was, but was like it was, not, it, was, it was a lot of money to all of us. We're weren't a lot that of 5,
0: 000, old five thousand. As we're listening, as you're saying it right now, I'm like five yeah. thousand bucks a lot of money. Yeah, I don't want to come up with five thousand dollars for anything. No,
1: and, and but like you know, that was the buy in, and like you know, it was like okay, and so the other guy. You know, like, we're like, hey, do we want to do this? And we're like, let's just do it. Like, let, whatever. So
0: now one of you has left.
1: Well, no, he's still part of it, but he's still he's just part been of it. But, like, he, but he cannot invest any more money. Yeah, he's into just it. not a third share.
0: Okay. So now you and this other guy are now picking up the bulk of the payments. There's still more money to be spent. Like, you're still, like, what, what else do you have to spend to put one of these things on? I mean, there was uh, like swag. You know
1: these types of shirts, shirts, bibs. We bought shirts in such a, you know, <laughs> we were expecting big things. Yeah, we bought a pallet of shirts.
0: Where do you get a pallet of shirts, Mark? I have a buddy,
1: you know, <laughs> that that has a screen printing business. So it was like keep it in house. He sent my pallet of shirts down to down to the the stadium, and we were, you know, he just what he sends he sends it on a boat like two weeks ahead of time. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, LTL. You know, he sent the pallet of shirts and. uh what's LTL mean? It's like less than truckload. Oh, like, okay. it's like a pallet of
0: on a so, truck. Yeah. It just goes across country. On a truck. All right. Yeah. So, so you have a pallet of shirts. How many is a pallet of shirts? It's like I don't know. I think 500.
1: I think we bought like 5000 shirts.
0: 5000,
1: I think. I don't know. It's yeah. a long time ago, but yeah. something like I still got the pallet in my basement. You have shirts from this still? Yeah. Can I get one? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, it'll just like like just you know, have wear it. my humiliation
0: around and just make it a joke. <laughs> no (laughs) um no we still (laughs) have so great we i just love the idea that you like got five thousand shirts and you like probably pull them out like i would like absolutely i would this is your business that started and you pull it out you probably try one on and you like get a picture of me (laughs) this is the first shirt yeah yeah like oh i love it
1: it was seriously because i i got a lot of my cues on what to do from these big events that were successful and a lot of them had like a DJ like there was like an after party element to it. So you'd run a 5k and then have like a dance party pretty much with like fun things to do. And like a lot of them now still probably do that. And they have like, I think probably food trucks and different sure. like fun. Yeah. And that's why people go to them. So you had, you had we, we had a DJ come set up. We had like a, you know, cause it was like a water war type of deal. We had like a, you know, this, all of these water filling stations that were, you know, what My we square guns, we had a bunch of squirt guns. Did you go
0: and buy those in bulk somewhere? You yeah, just like go to Costco I think we brought them from place?
1: from like China or something. I don't. Oh, know. you
0: really did? You just like bought a ton of triggers? Cher- yeah, I just
1: jumped on the old Alibaba and just probably bought a bunch of them. I think is was where we got them. Uh, it maybe. It was. Te- I don't even know if that existed back then, but we got them for cheap.
0: Yeah, and then they ship. They just ship all this stuff to Orlando, so it's ready for you. And you're gonna fly down. You're all flying down for this. Yeah. And how long are you gonna be in town for? Like, is it like a a, a week? Like, the, what's the lead time for you guys when you get down sh- there? You gotta set it up.
1: Yeah, we showed up like a day or two before, and um, again, probably
0: not enough time.
1: Probably not enough time. Yeah. You know, we showed up a day or two before, and like. I got surprised because one of the guy, the the other main sort of investor in this was also a mutual friend from one of my cruise ship friends. Oh, okay, yeah. And he surprised me with one of my cruise ship friends. Oh, that's who, nice. Who, yeah, and they were going to be like, oh, let's help out. Because they live locally or they, something? They lived in Orlando. Cool. And so they came, or maybe Miami, but they came up and they like, they're all friends, and so I was like, cool. And they surprised me yeah. as like, oh, we've got more help to help us out. Because you probably also had to hire locally hire people we had like volunteers we were like had people that were like volunteering to like be like water like because if you do like a one of these other runs they'll have like people throwing colored powder onto the the participants to like for like color zones or something we were going to have like water zones so we had like scaffolding in various parts of the of the uh the track or the the course.
0: Oh, you actually had to put up scaffolding that somebody would stand yeah. on and just and like then we had like these big,
1: Yeah. These big like water guns that were like attached to like, like they were like attached to water. So it was like a hose, like it was kind of high pressure hose though. So like, you know, not super high, but like it was high Probably enough more that than it would, they needed to. Yeah. It was just like, get everybody wet. And like these two guys that showed up that were supposed to be helpful. Yeah. They got like really drunk the night before oh, perfect and like one Thanks of them, a lot yeah like <laughs> yeah. why are you here like i didn't know you were going to be here and now you're here so now you're babysitting some drunk guy yeah we put him on a water station he passed out up on the wall in the heat the day of yeah he we got pictures of him like laying on top of the scaffolding like didn't passed you, out
0: didn't you tell me that this guy the night before he went out partying and like had kind of a rough time of it yes like not just drunk but like yeah what, what did he do the night before this i don't is, really know and this I was, is your man on the street this is, like your guy on the ground of,
1: this is just a friend that like got got uh the I've known him for years because I it was back on the cruise ship days and he uh, like they they went out to dinner and, and all that stuff and like I think you know he got so drunk that he ended up getting like arrested of course you know he got yeah. put in the drunk tank perfect you know and and I didn't know what was going on because like we were we were like nervous and we had like this big investment that we just made yeah we had, we weren't doing any of that no. And so, like you're
0: gonna party after once it's been maybe, a great success. Maybe yeah.
1: I was like with my, you know, uh,
0: like the guys who did this, and we were like trying to take it seriously. And, and like you're probably feverishly like crossing every T, dotting every I. There's all these things left to do. You're getting all the be- swag bags ready yeah. for the next day. Yeah, you're packing all that stuff. You're making sure everybody's yeah. water station is loaded with water. I imagine there's probably a part where you're in the budget in, and you are. Blowing up water balloons.
1: No, yeah, we weren't. We were as kind of a budget in, but it wasn't so. But we were just like it, we were. We were definitely trying to keep costs down. But no, so so he gets arrested. He got I, yeah, and he then didn't he, know about it. He showed up and like you know it, he was still drunk and it was just it was so sloppy. Yeah. And it was like, thanks for coming and helping, but like, no thanks. But, you know, we still let him be a part of it. And And you said he fell asleep on the... He fell asleep up on the scaffolding. Yeah. And it was just so sloppy, but it didn't matter because, you know, no one saw him. (laughs) 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 We ended up having like... Oh my gosh. So like, it sounds like a fun event and all that kind of stuff.
0: And you took out radio advertisements yeah like you bought oh, radio? i forgot about it. yeah, yeah we so did. like how did you try to get people excited about this it wasn't just like facebook it ads. was
1: it was radio it was uh we put you know by the time we kind of realized things weren't going very well we got it on groupon and we were trying to sell And Groupons. like
0: how, how soon how 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 far before the run happened did you guys start to look at yourself and go like we might not have too many people show up to this oh like a, about a month out we're like i don't we don't think it's going to work. And you, you have like a website set up so you can tell how many people are signing up for it. Yeah. And so like when you are looking at this, like a like a month out how many signups did you have i don't remember but it wasn't a lot it was maybe a hundred maybe a hundred yeah so then you buy radio advertising. are you on the, do you go on radio stations do you just put together a little thing no we just
1: did like a thing and they did it for us yeah you know they did like a read through come to the
0: aqua run of the citrus bowl on saturday and pretty it's much be super fun
1: pretty much get
0: soaking wet and have a dj party afterward
1: yeah 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 uh, exactly and, and so, how much did
0: that cost? Probably seven thousand dollars.
1: No, I don't remember. It wasn't. We we didn't go big time with it because it was kind of like, are you, you know, throwing good money after bad? It was kind of like that, yeah. And yeah. so we were we were doing we we actually executed the whole event with a look on our face of like, this is a joke. This is a total <laughs>
0: so okay joke. Be- before the event, you're it's the it's the morning of. You guys wake up. It's the morning of the Aqua Run. You're super. You're like. At this point, you're kind of almost, are you dead man walking? Do you know it's going to be a failure? Well, we we knew it wasn't going to be highly
1: attended, but we Dude, still wanted to do a good added. job. Yeah. You know, like like we still wanted to like perform the event because it was like we didn't really know if there <clears throat> if there was going to be people that like walked up. and Yeah, like
0: people who come to Disney. I don't know how it works at Disneyland now, but like back in the day, if you want to go to Disneyland, you just show up <coughs> the day of and you might – you might have fun at Disneyland the day of. Yeah. So you could have gotten a ton of people who just go like, oh, hey, it's a Saturday, the sun's out, fun's out, we're going to go to the aqua run. Yeah. Like friend of a friend, people start talking about it, and then people start showing up in droves. Yeah. That could have happened.
1: It, we didn't know the whole flow of it all because we'd never done one. So yeah. like what what does the typical pre-registration look like? Who knows? Yeah, we didn't you're not right. have anybody on our team. Totally. We didn't think that 4,000 people were going to show up, but – you thought we, a thousand. We didn't know, like, if it was going to be three hundred. Maybe, maybe people bring a friend with them. Who knows? Sure. Like, hey, we're going to do this thing. Come along. And uh, we ended up getting like, I don't know, three or four hundred people eventually show up. Yeah. And you know, if if you if you do that type of event in like a, a reasonable place where you don't have to pay for all this extra stuff, like a community park. Yeah and you have you don't have to have all the police like maybe you have some police or something just to be there like because you might have to for your insurance or whatever yeah you know maybe that that that's like a fair amount of people like some people might say that's a success you know other other like we didn't and a smaller scale yeah 400 people is actually probably a pretty good little saturday yeah it's a decent amount of people that show up to have a, a water war
0: now when you rent the citrus bowl and you hire 40 police officers and okay. you shut down half the city of Orlando. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 400 people is not like a ton of yeah, people. Yeah,
1: no, it's like you could you're like, you know, and when your when help is asleep,
0: passed out well, on the scaffolding because they're not drunk. even
1: it's not even like our our theme really requires a lot of people it because does. you're yeah. going you're going in opposite direction, so you take that number and split it in half. <laughs> yeah. and they're like, are like, why did we do this they stupid?" Go, like, they go run a 5K and like, like for about 35 seconds, like see other people, and then the rest of it's just like, like running on the street. You know, just... like, they don't have like this like big long like 5K of like just yeah, this is yeah, awesome. Like, go, was, like, like, give me. <laughs> it's basically just like like people running in the hot in like Orlando. Like through kind of like a like a bad neighborhood,
0: (laughs) wearing some stupid shirt.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And like everyone, like you probably and you're right. You're probably not even seeing a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. But
1: I will say, like our little event at the end was fun, and uh, that's great. You know, people showed up. Like I mean, like the the dance party type of deal was fun. We had like a girl come and do like. yoga classes or so. I don't know we had a bunch of stuff yeah but it was Face kind of painting whatever yeah it yeah. was just kind of like funny looking back on it like remembering just my like anxious little like self just like kind of like throwing frisbees into the crowd like trying to make it a good time and it was just kind of like you know it was fun but it wasn't like a big big success
0: no it doesn't sound like it was a great success but uh You did put – I mean, what I like is that you still put it on for those 400 people. You said, like, hey, these people actually did respond to the thing we were trying to put together. And when you think about it, honestly, with three months lead time, to get 400 people to show up to an event and to participate and to do all the stuff, that's actually a fairly good success. When you think about, like, 400 people – Three months from now, I couldn't get 400 people three months from now to show up to something where I'm just like spraying with water and stuff. I mean, that's like, (laughs) you know, I mean, and to to pay me for the privilege of spraying them with water. And you put this thing together.
1: Yeah, we did. We put it together and it worked. uh, It worked how we how we thought it would work. We just didn't have as many people as we really wanted. to Yeah.
0: Like if you if you would have gone back and now, you know, through the benefit of hindsight, you probably would do it. With a lot more lead time. So you probably like do it a year out maybe. So you have plenty of time to plan.
1: Yeah, we'd do it a lot farther out and we would have a much bigger budget for advertising. Yeah. You know, Which like. Is,
0: yeah, you got to get people out. You got to get. Yeah, them to show up. I mean, like how do you get. And now advertising is different because you can like it's way cheaper to advertise now through social media. People are actually seeing those ads to do the kind of advertising you were doing back then with such a short lead time. You're just not getting to that many years.
1: Yeah. I mean, the, you know, it's really advertising now is, is not easy. Um, you really have to know what you're doing because if you look at like, like social media and that kind of stuff, if, if, uh, especially if you're looking on your, on your iPhone, you know, they don't, they don't allow you to like kind of follow the, the person around unless they've opted in. Yes. And so it's, it's not easy even on you know, you, it's not like necessarily cheap now to be advertising on like Facebook or or anything like that. Because oh yeah, it's still pretty expensive. Yeah, because you're 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 not like there's not a lot of um you know remarketing
0: that yeah. you can do. And I and I won't say the name of your business now, but you yeah. do have a business now where you do a lot lar- a large part of your business is online, and you've done very very well. To be fair, you've done you've been turned into a great success, even despite the Aqua Run. Yeah you moved on to the next thing you got excited about it and you know then you figured it out but yeah. what's cool is that you can look back on this time that you did the aqua run like do you look back on it with some pride like do you look back on it and go i actually tried something pretty crazy and that's pretty cool
1: yeah i look back on it with a just a kind of like humbling like smile i don't know it, it like humbled us yeah it really humbled me. I mean, I don't know how much it humbled the other guys. I know it did a little bit with the other guy that was in it pretty deep with me. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, the guy and the the guy who opted out after five, like he he probably was humbled a little bit as well. But it was like a an experience that kind of was like, oh, like this is going to like, you know, guide me a little bit on how I do things in the future. Sure. You know, so I didn't like always I didn't look at it like it was just some huge flop from that perspective because it really like. Taught me a lot about kind of what goes into some of this stuff, and to like, it gives you a little bit more uh, insight into kind of what it takes to put on anything. Yeah. You know, like the, the thing <clears throat> that
0: I really responded to when you were, when, you know, you know, when I, cause I've been, I've known you forever and I've tracked this story with you over the years. The thing that I really admire is people who do try things, it's really, really difficult. Just to try to come up with stuff, and then to like follow through on it, and to actually put your money where your mouth is, take a risk. It's amazing how many people you talk to who would never even dream of taking a risk and spending their own money to try to actually do something different. They're like, "No, I'm just happy to go to work, do the same normal thing every single day, and you know, live." And there's nothing wrong with that. And but people live are much more content to live quieter lives. But then there are these other people who just go like, you know what? Maybe we could try something crazy, and who knows what's going to happen. But you come away with this really cool experience. Like, I've tried that too, where I've tried big things that have not panned out financially. And then you go like, well, you know what? At the end of the day, uh, you gain a lot of great stories from those experiences that are really hard. They completely shape your perspective for what the rest of your life looks like. They also take away the fear of trying new things. Like, that's one thing that I've discovered as I have gotten older that I've tried many different things now I go like you know it's actually not that scary to fail at something yeah
1: yeah you've you've done it before it's not like gonna, your life's not over totally you yeah. know like, like you're just gonna make more money like it's not the end of the world it's not the end of the world like unless you're l- like leveraging your house or yes. something you know yeah which and you, some you know, people do it so, yeah I mean whatever your threshold is but yeah no it's, it's definitely like uh, it's a mindset that you have to have I think being an entrepreneur to like, you know, be willing to, to gamble a little bit on yourself and, you know, also just, just having a little bit of, you know, I guess courage, you know, to to,
0: to jump in and just to try something different. Yeah. Can I ask you after all of this, obviously it sounds like you have a real, you know, like you said, kind of a humble smile when you look back on it. Um, And it's a great story. It's a fantastic story. Can you tell us the amount you originally set out to spend fifteen thousand dollars on this? Yeah. In in and when you factor in the actual cost of what it actually costs, like dollars that you put out, and then when you factor in how much time you probably also put into it, and like where are we sitting on co- final costs that you had to just go like, all right, that's a some that's that's this yeah. cost of this lesson.
1: We spent like total like seventy five thousand. Seventy
0: five thousand.
1: Some, something like
0: that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, which I, is not a small, I mean, that's like, that's a big chunk of change. I used to
1: be able to, I knew that number perfectly. Yeah. Back when it just happened. Yeah. Uh, but now it's been so long. It's like, I think it's like around 75 or 72. Or, oh my gosh, dude. Yeah. I love
0: this story so much. <coughs> it was I'm, pretty, I'm so happy you shared this with us. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you so much for sharing. And honestly, like, what's cool is it's 10 years ago and you look back on it now and at the time, 75 grand, you're like, oh my gosh, 75 grand. Like, how am I ever going to bounce back and recover from this? But, I know you. I've seen your life. I've seen the wonderful life you've built for you and your family and like that's so far in the past. Like who cares, right? You had this experience and now you get to share it with us. Yeah. So it's, it's pretty fun. Thanks. Yeah. All right. Uh we well, appreciate it. That's yeah. it. All right. That's all there, unless there's anything else to tell us about it. That's N- it. No, that's it. All right. Perfect. All right, man. Thanks for coming in. Yeah. Thanks. All right. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed that story. I'm going to put together a bunch of these. So if you enjoy it, please subscribe to the podcast. You're going to get more of this here uh, from time to time. All right. That's it. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.